Welcome to Wasted Local Talent. We're back, everybody. Back to... Yeah, kind of. I mean, in separate spots, but we're back. Yes. I am your host, the Fat Brother. Oh, yeah. I'm Josiah, and I refer to Daniel as the Fat Brother now, because now that we've been home for so long, Daniel has become the Fat Brother. Truth hurts sometimes. I have this bad habit of eating late at night and not sleeping much and not doing any sort of physical activity whatsoever. <laughs> huh. I've gained a couple pounds. Times. I've lost 17 pounds. You've lost 17 pounds? I have. According to the closed captions, you lost 70 pounds, which makes me worried. That's over half my weight. Well, we're back. I hope you guys missed us. If it sounds awful, it's because Daniel is in one corner of the county and I'm in the other corner of the county recording this on my phone. Yep. And today we've got Jay Parade. Um, Jay Parade. Which we were really excited to actually have them back because last time they did a live set for us in the studio. And I really wanted to do that again. But with the whole social distancing stuff, we're just going to play some music from their album under this yeah. and b before the episode and then throw one after the episode so you can listen to it. It's not the same as a live, but it's all we could do right now. It's okay. We have other shows on our network too. We haven't done an intro in so long. Do you remember how to I, do it? I honestly, it's been so long that I've honestly forgot to, what to say or what to do. Okay. So let me, let me pick up the ball here. Gurus of Gaming is still going on. I know some of our podcasts have taken a brief hiatus. Uh, so they've done a lot of, you know, video like calls and stuff like that so that they could continue giving you the news and notes. Video Game Mythos has just recently come back and they're putting out shows still. And D&D uh, &D Kinda. I know a big complaint that I've heard from a lot of people that I talk to is I'm just so behind on that. Well, guess what? You can catch up because there's nothing better to do with your time right now. And if you don't catch up, you're an idiot. Uh, I know I'm still waiting patiently because uh, Josh Hall is laying unconscious somewhere. And that might be a spoiler. But if you were caught up by now, you wouldn't have had that spoiled for you. But that's all for me. See, um, we have another episode of that that is finished, but... With Jed, Jed keeps going, like, out of town, which, you know, social distancing, don't travel. So yeah. I'm blaming him for the spike in COVID. No, I'm just kidding. That's that's rude. But um, we have an episode recorded, but we're trying to get more stuff recorded so we can start. We don't want to just put out one episode and then have to wait a couple months to put out another one. We want to roll right back into it. So we're just waiting until we can all record again. So we just haven't been able to sync up our times, even though I don't do anything <laughs> at all. So, Well, you do do something because just recently you started editing YouTube videos together of you playing video games. Um, so that's what you've done with your time off. Yeah. Yeah. I started a YouTube and I played mostly Fortnite. 
I haven't started doing anything else yet, but I'm going to. Um, yeah, if you want to, you could check it out at the Party Blarder on YouTube and subscribe because, you know, that's what you do whenever you like something. If you don't like it, subscribe anyway. Just turn off notifications for it. That's, that's fine, too. Yeah. So <laughs> I know that's what Josiah does. No. <laughs> in those videos, so I like to look to see how good you make me look. That's true. You are in the videos. There's a lot of people. Most of the people from our podcast are... Uh, we forgot the Final Girl podcast. We didn't mention that one. That's brand new. We mm. haven't even done it yet. Do, have we? I feel like we teased it before we... Um, First, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, do you like horror movies? Do you like Ryan Turner? Uh, do you like... I don't, I don't know what to go for, where to go from here. Um girls do you talking about horror movies uh then this is the place for you we have a whole new podcast the final girl podcast Mm -hmm. and they are on a weekly schedule too so they're releasing new content every i think it's every either thursday or friday they're releasing so friday so so yeah check it all out t-shirts that you can find at 13palmtrees.com i'm pretty sure or is it dot org dot com uh dot com 13 palm trees. We still have a bunch of merch. We have so many wasted shirts. Like, seriously, I think they're like 10 or $12. Like, go buy one. And if you don't like it, just cut it up for a mask. Yeah. And I know you guys really geared up for Steel City Con with a ton of merchandise. And yeah. now it's just sitting there. So if you guys would like a deal, you could probably find one on the website. Yeah. We've got um, a bunch of dice that we have that's just sitting there because they've, uh, kept pushing Steel City Con back, and I don't know if I think they fully canceled it for this year. So, um, but yeah, we've got a bunch of dice and dice boxes and different stuff on the website 13palmtrees.com and go to the store there. And there's a bunch of stuff we're just sitting on. So, if you have some extra money and want some dice or a t shirt or dice box, maybe a rolling tray. Stuff like that. You can find it all there. So. Yeah. So we did our best not to be depressing in this upcoming interview. It might be a little depressing, but we're back. And, of course, there's things to talk about. And we talk about some of those things. But I'm excited. We're, we're back. Yeah, I'm excited, too. You want to get into it? You cut out. <laughs> you want to get uh, this It's not. It's, it, this doesn't want me to to hear what you're saying, but let's get into the episode. <laughs> That's exactly what I just said. Awesome. All right, let's get into the episode. Yes. What's up, everybody? I'm Daniel. I'm Josiah. And today we're socially distancing our talent with... Jay Parade. Yay. Yay. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Introduce yourselves, Aaron Paul. Uh, I'm Josh. I play bass and sing sometimes. I'm, Dave. I'm Jonathan, and I. <laughs> and I'm Dave. I play guitar and sing sometimes. So, how have things been? Great. Great. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for coming this week. Yeah. 
so you just we had I think canceled and today's one of the first time we've practiced since you know March I think we've had one other practice since then oh wow we had like the last show like the beginning of March mm-hmm. right before uh the governor closed all the bars like seriously a week before mm-hmm. and we haven't really been doing a whole lot since other than just trying to promote you know the album we had coming out but we had a tour scheduled in june it's gonna be like our first out of state run uh so all that you know was canceled we've tried setting up shows here and there we were going to try to do something in virginia but you know numbers shot up again so we had to cancel that and stuff we had keeps getting postponed and it's just everything's falling apart it's been great we got all kinds of merch and uh, we can't even sell it anywhere because yeah. <laughs> everybody's out Working. of work <laughs> shirts and stickers and everything the you know, cds yeah big box of cds to take on this tour and then what do you know pandemic happened mm-hmm. i think like especially local bands it's this whole pandemic has really hurt like i mean not only small businesses and bigger businesses but local bands really i mean it's it's like gonna drive a bunch of bands just to not exist anymore yeah yeah i haven't heard of like any actual any any of them completely dissolving around here they're still trying to do some stuff but like us, everything we're doing is just, you know, we've, we've played a couple little, couple covers and a few things we've released kind of socially distanced style. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's about it. We, we haven't really, we haven't done anything other than promote the album. Yeah. And you guys just came out with your new album. Let's talk about that because you guys, I, I won. And it's awesome. the The album itself for me takes me back like fifteen years, twenty years. Like, that's how I like my music. <laughs> so, so I really dig it. So, why don't we talk about the album? And did you guys record um, with Greg down there, Greg McGowan? Yeah, we did it with him again. He got he just I don't know when he moved in, but to his new studio. But um, so we spent like a week couple weeks living there going there every day and we're able to get it all done in a pretty quick amount of time i think we did uh the guitars for the most part here um at dave's house in the garage and then i think that helped speed you know things along a little bit so we just had to do drums and vocals with greg at his studio and you know add all the bells and whistles mm-hmm. into it. we sent it off for mastering but uh, it was pretty painless, I think. It wasn't anything mm-hmm. crazy. It went pretty smooth. Yeah, his studio is great. Set up really well, so we're able to... I don't know. It, it, the, the workflow was really, really good this time. He's in a good spot. So you, you said you recorded all the guitars at your house, Dave? Yeah. And then just gave all the tracks. Now, did... Um, you? He obviously... You said you sent it off to have it mix and mastered. Um so did did he come to your house and record those, or did you just record everything yourself and then give it to him? No, we just we tracked the guitars, the uh, all the regular guitar stuff and the bass stuff here, just on our own, and I just emailed him all the tracks. All the tracks. 
and that he spends a day or something, you know, creating the the project files, and then we jump in, you know, like like nothing happened. It was great. Now, was all this recorded before the pandemic started? Yeah, yes. yeah, November? we finished it. Yeah, we uh, <clears throat> the week of Thanksgiving is when I think we started. That's when we recorded it. Yeah, yeah. and it then was final. Then we we finished it. I think before Christmas. Yeah, just going in there here and there, and listening to mixes and going back and forth. So we've had it done since January, but we were like, well, let's wait. We like because of our first EP release. You know, we didn't feel like we got as much out of it as we could which from wise so we had this whole sat down had this whole plan uh mapped out like how we're going to do like single releases and videos and you know line up some shows and this and that do other media things try to get out there and then you know we had a plan set like through february i was like all right i'm done trying to book a tour because you know we're starting to cancel stuff because it was covid and then it was like full blown everywhere, like middle of March. Mm-hmm. The plan just like fell apart. So we've just been doing what we can, like making music videos, uh, you know, trying to figure out all that stuff on our own, just because we've had the time to sit at home and work on stuff. So yeah. So have you guys been out of work too, like all of you, or like how's how's your like your your I guess your home life going since the pandemic started? Well, I don't know. I think we're all been lucky. We've been able to work from home. And Shank and I, I'm a teacher and he works in the school system. So we've been at home since they closed schools in March. Now we're on summer. So Dave's been able to work the whole time. Yeah, he's been at home. So. <clears throat> well, that's good at least. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's complicated. Like, you know, I still... Uh, since school was out and everything or since they had to cancel all that I was trying to work from home and then like homeschool my kid and, and all that so it's uh, I don't know how much work I was actually getting done but I was getting paid for it <laughs> that's like everybody that I know that's working from home they're like like my, my dad works from home and he's doing like 30 minutes of work a day but getting paid you know a full 8 hour shift yeah, there's perks to it, I guess. <laughs> there's something I still think I'd rather have it the old way. It's fine now because school's out. Whenever school was in, I was pulling my hair out trying to because daycares were closed too. Yeah, and daycares oh, yeah. were closed all day. The kids trying to get them uh, homeschooled, and yeah, it's it's tough. So being in the school system and working in the school system. Um, have I because I don't have kids so I have no idea about what's going to happen this upcoming school year um, have they talked about it or have plans for the upcoming school year since there's been a spike in COVID yeah they're I think our school board here like our, at the county level they're waiting to see what the state level said and they've floated out a few ideas like having school four days a week or doing every other day or something, but they haven't said anything. They're splitting, like some kids go on this day and then some other kids yeah. go on the next day. <clears throat> but the governors came out last week and said that schools aren't going to start earlier than September 8th, mm-hmm. which we were supposed to go back. I think the kids' first day was August 10th. Yeah. That's what it was scheduled to be. 
so we were going to back like a week early before that so now it's pushed back a month later so nobody knows it's gonna yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a disaster. <laughs> like i don't see how they're gonna be able to keep masks on kids you know the whole day and you know schools are already cramped enough as it is because you know the budget cuts they don't have as many staff as they used to so if they have all these you know, 30 kids cramming the room it's just like a matter of time before it starts to go crazy again you know cases here going up they closed all the schools when we didn't have any cases and now when we have thousands we're going to just open everything back up yeah (laughs) it makes no sense to me yeah just wear a mask i mean it does no harm the only the only issue that i have with wearing a mask is it fogs my glasses up so that's the only issue (laughs) i have with (laughs) walking around the grocery stores like i can't see shit (laughs) (laughs) make my way through the store make sure i'm going down the right aisle in the right direction. I can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's small price to pay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a minor inconvenience, but I know some people that are completely against it and it's, you know. Like yeah, it's a it's a like I said, it's a mild inconvenience, but wear a mask and it hopefully <laughs> will all go away. Well I'd be nice. Be able to see your face either, which would be magnificent. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we've been away this for so many months. We've ever been on. What is it? So, so. I said this is the most depressing podcast we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I hate. I, I didn't want to make it all about COVID, but I mean, it's such a big issue right now. So I know it is. Have you guys done anything happy since March? <laughs> no, not at all. This <laughs> we complain about COVID. Yeah. I thought- I won't agree, but that's what this podcast will be about. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's okay. So let's just talk about the album. So I'm gonna we need the album. Yeah, pulling it off. I just made myself disappear. Nice. This is Do great. that again. This is great Stay. podcasting. <laughs> it actually works because if I do that, you can see the whole album cover. Yeah, there you go. So six, so J Parade sixty one. So where'd you get the name for the album itself? Sixty one. We just decided to pick a number. We were like, all right, zero to hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's actually one song album. It's just a one song. <laughs> sixty one. It's just sixty one minutes of the same song over and over again. <laughs> Every song is sixty one seconds. <laughs> Uh, for some reason we were thinking about <laughs> dying and death and because uh, a lot of the songs have to do with like growing up or you know we're all kind of in that weird you know when you're going from your 20s and your 30s and you're supposed to have your life together figured out so a lot of the songs were dealing with that as a topic and then we figured you know, we talked about somehow incorporating that because it seemed like an overall theme mm-hmm. Uh, like piece together how old each of us are and uh, is and uh, looked up the average male life expectancy and realized that on average we have about sixty one percent of our lives left to live. <clears throat> oh wow! So that's that's depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good call. Switch, we'll switch from COVID to talking about dying. And- <laughs> Right. Yeah, 61 upside down and backwards is 19, so we're right back in it. There you go. Yeah. We're but, Illuminati. We tied it all together. 
but if it's under that same aspect, then that's only 19% of your life left to live. So, so you kind yeah. of screwed yourself. There. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know where the battery came from, but it's kind of the, it kind of became the because we're little thing. humans and we have a finite amount of energy. We're like we have a battery right. inside yeah, ourselves. Yeah, we can't exercise too much. We'll use up all of our life battery. <laughs> so there's 12 songs on the album itself, and you don't like I. You just don't see a lot of like local bands releasing full length albums. One because of the, the the cost of it. I know that crap after Atlas is still working on our second single since Zach joined the band and it's been done for a year again and Eric still hasn't finished it I'm calling you out Eric um, so does I mean obviously you know I, I've known Greg for about as long as I've known you guys from the cafe um, and I'm sure recording your own guitars and being able to do a lot of it yourself saves you a lot of money um, how much does it cost to put out a 12 song album the way you guys do it? I mean, if you did it, so <clears throat> part of this is, uh, we, is my dealings with Greg. We pimp, uh, Dave out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the so CDC I, released a warning about eating, eating ass. So you might want to yeah. be careful there. <laughs> cellophane <They're> guidelines. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I so I, around Charleston, I fix and kind of repair electronics, primarily like uh, musical equipment and stuff like that. And so I kind of help keep Greg's studio running. Uh, in an exchange, in an exchange, we get we get like good. You know, we just kind of apply all those bills to our next recordings and mm -hmm. things like. That. So I'm really not even sure what the real cost would be. Uh, after all that, I know that. I mean, I do easily a thousand dollars worth of work for him every year, probably more. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we we don't even record every year, so it, 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 it so ends up being a <laughs> It ends up being a substantial reduction. We have a line of credit. Yeah, we have like a line of credit going with Greg. Nice. So didn't you drive this year? Yeah, help? I even fixed his dryer for him. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, that's kind of the that's kind of the way it goes. I can't remember exactly what we paid him. It it, it wasn't even like a thousand dollars by the end of it, just because, like I said, the other invoices pile up. Yeah, you keep it going basically, right? <laughs> so, yeah, we were sitting there one time, and he goes, "Hey, this is broke. You fix this while you're sitting here." And <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dave and I are like solder. I'm holding something for him, and he's soldering something, and Connie's in yeah. there singing a song. <laughs> Well, that's awesome right. that you guys can have that kind of deal with him. Oh, yeah. So, yeah it works for so, he takes care. Do you guys feel like any of the meanings of your songs have changed since you wrote them? Because the circumstances are so different now. Uh, I don't know. Like, you know, the, the songs that, certainly the songs that I wrote uh, have, have pretty specific meanings to me. I'm sure, though, that uh, other people listening to them, would, you know, just like we all do when we hear a song, we kind of apply it to ourselves because we're all we're all self-centered jerks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the uh, 
I think for me, the the things that I write stay, you know, keep the meaning. But but I think I've been doing that myself, applying my own meaning to other songs and thinking about how things have been going for me lately. So yeah, I would say plenty of that's going on. So it'll be different once we actually are able to get back out and start playing them again because it'll be like you know for everyone like our first time doing it so mm-hmm. i'm sure it's just a whole different experience and you know the some of the songs we wrote years ago and just kind of put them together within the past year you know add to the album so mm-hmm. it's gonna be like a different you know experience playing them out because we haven't been able to really play anything since you know, march and who knows when we'll be able to play again so yeah i forgot yeah. That you still right. practice more than after Atlas. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, we had a today. Was we were working on a song, uh, and that's like the first time we've been writing since you know all this started. And then we had a practice, I think, a couple months ago, and it was we just went through and played all these songs, and we were like, we don't know how these go. This is <laughs> 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 have a show coming. Up, like, well, we should try to play at least, and then you know that ended up falling through. So good thing. Sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so I did have a, a question about it's song number seven on the album. Album, FPLGP. What's that mean? So whenever I whenever I got the album, I was I was putting it onto my computer so I could do that. Uh, whenever I did the video, I imported it to my computer so I could use one of your guys' songs, and that one stuck out to me because I was curious about the the name of it. It's just a bunch of bad words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's in the song in the chorus. So they would, okay. my mom shares it on Facebook. Like she doesn't know exactly what she's sharing until it's too late. Until it's too late. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That was like a, I don't know. I was sitting on the couch thinking about something, watching the news, and then it was like it's kind of a satire song and. The chorus is "fuck people, let's get paid." So that's what the initials stand for. It was like you know, sort of like a hardcore song, and then has this kind of real catchy chorus that I thought was a fine dynamic between the verse and chorus. So yeah, that's our that's our political song. I got you. Our <laughs> satire and getting into that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of the songs are pretty serious and that one's just kind of like a nice break in the middle because it's a little different stylistically and it's mm-hmm. you know, and depending on how you interpret it it can be silly or it can be serious or it's just kind of a way to break it up I guess yeah that's the nice thing about music though is that you could write it and the way you feel but whenever somebody hears it, it can make them feel something different or, like you said, interpret it differently and stuff. And I know that whenever I listened to the album, it took me back, like I said, 15, 20 years. Like, that's – it's just good rock music. Like, that's <laughs> – and you don't get a lot of that anymore. So. Yeah, it's fun to write. I think that's <clears throat> one of the main reasons – we ended up doing the 12, you know, like a full length album is just because we had all these songs and I think we're all excited and kind of even starting to write, you know, more. And usually whenever we go into that mode, they come out pretty quick. So it's like we didn't want to 
I don't know, getting all these on an album definitely makes me feel like I need to start writing. Mm-hmm. And I think that to, uh, to kind of give yourself the, the, the motivation push to start writing again. Yeah, because that's what the, everybody on the internet that does like music marketing says, like, you know, don't do an album, do an EP, or even better, you know, do a single and do that. And, but I don't know, I just kind of wanted to do an album, and I think that's, as a group, we just kind of wanted to do one. Um, yeah. to do a full length album and we have the song so we put them out there and now it forces us to you know go back and actually sit down and write and try to do something a little bit different and you know, it's like it's all out there there's no going back we just got to keep going forward so that's yeah. another reason for doing it that way so what's your the songwriting process with you guys like do you do you obviously i'm i'm, I'm assuming all of you bring you know your own ideas to the table but like this album are there other songs that you had written that you wanted to put on this album that didn't make it or did you just take everything and just throw it onto this one yeah we just took everything we had and um we've got a couple you know ideas but they're not these were all this everything we had about finished yeah um, so usually um it's been like one of us will start with a you know basic skeleton of a song, an outline of a song. Um, like I'll usually do like a guitar track at least, and then maybe a bass track, um, and then we'll put it up on Google Drive and share it between us, and then we'll everybody will go back and listen to it and try to bring it together. Um, song we were working on today is a new one, uh, Shank wrote, and so this was the first time we'd gotten together and tried it and. You know, you gonna tell them about your method of writing with guitar. <laughs> yeah, right. a little bit so uh, I think of songs while I'm mowing the grass or taking showers, and then I I don't really play guitar fluently, so I have to use Guitar Pro to actually write out <laughs> the music and the rhythms and all that stuff. And so I write out all the parts, and then I sing myself like the vocals over top of a recording of that. And then I upload that. It sounds like me singing over like a, a video game or something because of the MIDI track yeah. of the guitars. <laughs> and, it works. And then I upload it to Google Drive and I give them sheet music and tabs. Yeah. Yeah. Very particular too. Like I don't know how many times I had to go back and redo because he wrote uh, August and Charade on the album. And if I screwed up, you know, I didn't hit a 16th note right and something I had to go back and retrack it and make sure everything was exact because mm-hmm. he's like here's the sheet music it's right here you need to be able to I don't know I have a history of uh, following sheet music as uh, my musical past so it's just kind of so that's just okay how. so this is an important question when you're writing songs in the shower do you face the shower head or are you face away from the shower head kind of person mm, I usually face away that's the stance I'm most often in in the shower. You face away? With the shower water running down my back. Yeah. I'm a face the shower head person. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> yeah, I didn't know this was a thing until just recently. I saw a Twitter poll and people were just like arguing back and forth about the correct way to face when you shower. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a face the shower kind of person. Yeah, just let it yeah. right at you. I think I turn around. I'm like, I mean, I'm I soaping that, it up. Uh, it's like 60-40. Maybe, you know, you need to get your proportions in line. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> so that uh, reminds me of a funny 
story. Whenever I was living with Jed, um, he had two bathrooms, and the one bathroom that everybody in the house used was through, he had to go through his bedroom, and the other one was just like a big jacuzzi tub. It had a shower head, but nothing to hang it on. So I just took a microphone stand with a boom arm and attached the shower head to it. So that uh, brought a whole new meaning to singing in the shower because I just yeah. sat right in the middle of that big jacuzzi tub. So. <laughs> There's a picture of it somewhere. What is it? Did you write after Atlas songs into that microphone? No, I don't, I don't sing. No. <laughs> and whenever I do, Probably. I have to be alone because it's horrible. <laughs> Speaking of singing, I don't know if I'd ask you guys this before on the last time you guys were on, but since you have two people that do vocals in the band, how do you, is it, is it based on who writes the song or is it based on like how you feel about the song as to who's singing it? Yeah, probably. I mean, usually who writes it? It's usually who writes it. Uh, the only the only difference is with Shank's songs, and I've sang those so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the the only one that we kind of did, even like Time Out, it's on the album. Uh, I wrote like the chorus to that, and so I sang that even. So we kind of split that one up. So yeah, it's usually you just kind of write for yourself, which kind of helps anyway, because then you're not worried about whether it's in your range or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's a very like Blink-182 thing. Like, I don't know if that's how they did it, but with the two of them singing, I feel like that's, they probably wrote those parts for themselves and then that's, they, you know, whenever they did it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, me and Connie definitely have like, pretty different range Uh, so it's nice to have that that contrast too I don't know some people some people probably love that idea and some people probably hate it you know from song to song you might not really get a strong cohesive feeling about J Parade but it's just kind of it's what we like so I think August was the only one you had to split up based on range yeah. I mean, that's a, I feel like it's a very almost punk type of thing to do. I mean, Blink-182 is not so much punk, but, you know, pop punk, but like Alkaline Trio, um, you know, yeah. two vocalists. There's a bunch of bands that do that. And some of my favorite yeah. bands, you know, like Alkaline Trio and Blink-182, they're two of my favorite bands. And, yeah. you know, they've got multiple singers, so. Yeah, I think variety music too. With everybody writing a song, it's hard to, you know, get have locked into one. Yeah, thing. have it become something else because there's you know three different people's you know, ideas coming. So usually, if one of us, so if it's our idea, you know, I think everybody kind of is like, well, we'll kind of go with. It. You tell us what to do. Sometimes we'll bring in different ideas. If the person's like, ah, do whatever you want, figure it out. Um, and then other, I don't know, it's just kind of like whoever brings the song in, we kind of let them be the vision, yeah, dictate kind of where it's going to go. And then you know, by the time, because I went back and listened to old demos um, from our EP we released before this, and songs are wildly different. So it's you know, once you get the song out and you're playing it live, it you know completely changes. Oh yeah. From that, 
first wrote it to when you finally get it recorded, it's you know wildly different. That probably gives you guys more range though, too, where you guys can do different things with different voices. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I think everything is set up. Everything's set up in a way that's really given us a lot of variety from song to song. Like kind of like Connie was saying, it's uh, after we after we get it out and we start playing it out. And, uh, prior to recording, and then when we finally do record it, I think that that process is what bring, kind of ties it together with the rest of the music. It starts to sound like a J Parade song, mm-hmm. but it's still it's still this unique idea from just one of us, and and that kind of gives it the variety. You know, we get we have a lot of songs that, that cover a lot of different tempos, um, you know, different styles, different different things like that. It kind of gives me like a Green Day vibe, how they had songs that were, you know, quintessential three chord punk song, Green Day type stuff. But then they have, uh, you know, they'll have like ska songs with horns and uh, heavy stuff and things like that, even in their older stuff. So that's kind of what I've always liked about them. And I think we've got we've got a, a little bit of that going on too, which is something that I really really like about this uh, this method of each person just kind of writes their own songs and we just kind of follow along, and it leads to a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. You guys should write a song, epic back rap battles of history style, just like back and forth. <laughs> that would be a superior singer. <laughs> I'm in. Just completely improvise and uh, yeah, yeah. It has to rhyme. Now. In like That's the stupidest song ever, and it would all just be like inside jokes, making fun of each other. And <laughs> like we were going uh, back in January, we did like a weekend run, so we did like a show in was it Canton, Ohio, or uh, Akron, Ohio, and then we on Sunday we drove to Louisville, had a show there, and uh, like I drove most of the trip like Sunday night after the show it got to a point where i was like all right i need somebody else to drive and like so i get in the back and i'm dozing in and out of consciousness and like every time i wake up like these two are talking about jams and jellies and the differences between <laughs> all of them they went through like the whole list like i don't i kept waking up Chinese, like, now they're all preserves, marmalade like <laughs> <laughs> you have to stay awake and in order to do that we usually uh, pick some topic me and shank will do this regularly Pick some topic and just do a deep dive. <laughs> like, go to Wikipedia and just start there and start clicking on sources. And, uh, you know, pretty soon you know everything there is to know about jelly and jam and compotes and chutneys and uh, <laughs> preserves. So that's yeah. probably what if we did, like, an improvisational rap battle, back and forth kind of style. That's probably what it would be about, like, something <laughs> silly like that. And just get like overanalyze the whole thing and just get deep down a rabbit hole. Different words. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) So, what's the craziest other than jams and jelly? Sorry, car wreck. So, that's we we owe it all to that. If you ever need to stay awake, it's going to talk about jellies. What are some other topics that you guys have deep dived into? The one was definitely the uh, different words and the reason and like the meaning behind like 
Oh, uh, smell, odor, smell, fragrance. odor, <laughs> fragrance, aroma. Yeah. Why do Scent. we have all these different words for uh, smell? And some of them have negative connotation, and some are positive, and yeah, some are neutral. neutral. And then, then it led into like, well, do we have the same thing for like taste? So we have like taste and flavor, and like, I don't know. I mean, if you pick one of these things, you can go for hours. <laughs> I mean, if you really yeah, at least yeah. Uh, somebody else might not. As long as uh, Connie's sleeping in the back, he's fine. <laughs> that is one of the, like, we had a rotation whenever I would be on tour where um, whoever was sleeping in the back, you know, if we were driving, like, all night, they would sleep, and then after so many hours, they'd get up, get we'd stop, get coffee in the front seat, and then the whoever was in the passenger seat would move to uh to driving because whenever i was in darling waste we would tour for a month two months at a time and uh staying awake on the road is a pain and i don't know how many times where i've caught our singer dozing off at the wheel and it's dangerous so having something like that is definitely a plus because he would just rely on music but i can't if I'm driving late at night, I can't just listen to music loud and it, no. Engage in something. Mm -hmm. So what's other than not to bring COVID back up, but on the horizon for J parade, um, once all this is over, um, are you going to try to reschedule a tour? Cause I know that, Probably by the time all this blows over, we're probably going to be deep into the heart of the school year. So that'll be a little bit tougher. Yeah. I guess it'll just depend on what's available. Like we tried to, um, we were going to do a release show. And, you know, the bar basically told us, like, you know, we'll save this spot for you, but we have no idea if we can have it. I don't know, at least in West Virginia, like they haven't even set a timeline, I don't think, for live music to come back. And I know, like, one, two, three, I saw is completely closed back down again. So who knows down the road. And then once, you know, we would get the green light, like everyone's going to be trying to fight to get shows. So it might be hard to get anything scheduled for a while, but just have to wait and see, I guess. Or just, yeah, I do. I don't know. And a lot of people could come, could come out or a lot of people could stay in because they're still, you know, yeah, you don't know if anybody's going to show up or want to, chance of going back out but that's what we're <clears throat> like i don't know if uh you know we're going to establish this normal for a long time it looks like uh say a year or something but this new normal of, of not going out and doing things and and there's probably going to be a little bit of a surge whenever it does open back up when it's fully safe to go out it's probably going to be a little bit of a surge of people getting back out there but it's not going to be part of their way of life anymore and it worries me that what was already a struggling community of people will be gone, like truly. Yeah, already so. yeah I mean, yeah. it's already dwindling in a big way. So, I mean, especially in West Virginia, especially in Charleston in the area, there's just not, there was never a ton of it. I mean, there used to be a ton of it, but the past 10 years, there hasn't been a ton of it. And concerns me that it's going to, this is like the nail, the final nail, you know, of this stuff is over. I'm just going to have to make it or something so that people will. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I've thought about it a little bit, and I I feel kind of the on in the same vein. Like whenever it first opens back up, we'll probably see like a lot of people at shows, mm-hmm. maybe. But you know, there's still going to be people that aren't going to be going out and still worried. Um, but it's really hard to tell what's really going to happen. You know, because right. local businesses are struggling anyway. And the fact that I've only actually seen one business fully just close, like for good. And that's, yeah. that to me is, you know, it, it sucks to see it happen. But the fact that there's only been one that I've actually seen gives me like a little bit of hope that after this, everything could, you know, like nothing's going to go back to, to normal, normal, but a feeling of like normalcy after everything, you know. Yeah. Well, I think after I think other than that, other than you know, just kind of setting at home. I think now we're definitely in a position to really start writing and, and plan for the next EP or LP or whatever we plan to do. And I only write one song a year, so right. I've done. My- so you've done your part. <laughs> yeah, you might be dead before then. Yeah, so get out of it. Get out of it. <laughs> Cards, right? Yeah, I think we'll just have to get back into that habit of writing. So we were just talking about it uh, earlier before we got on the call that you know I've got like a file of songs that I've been working on. I just need to sit down and actually dedicate the time. Doing you always get distracted by something. You have to force yourself to like actually do work aside from just laying on the couch. So. But now that we're not making videos and yeah, that stuff. wore me out trying to promote the album and just trying different services and trying to reach out to different people, sending a bunch of emails. So that's kind of what my focus has been on the past couple months. Since we couldn't really go out, you had to find you know other ways to really promote the album. So I'm glad the album's released. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll call a bunch of people and be like, "Hey, you want to send the same email out to people there? Check out our album." They're like, "Sure, it's you know, we'll write an article about it for fifty dollars." I'm like, "I don't have any money to do this. We have shows in months, I don't, and plus, I've never even heard of your publication before, so I'm not going to pay you money to yeah write and or post it on your Instagram page or whatever." Yeah, I've seen some uh, bands around here. They're doing like outdoor stuff. Like I know in Fairmont, um, they have like a, an outdoor stage, like a public stage. And I know they've been doing shows there. And then there's a a buddy of mine that I know that is doing his own show, like an outdoor, um, show with like six or seven bands on it. Have you guys thought about trying to do anything like that down there? Like an outdoor where everybody can kind of just be in like a field or, you know, socially distanced from each other. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen anybody. The, the thing is, there's usually some things like that going on through the summer. Yeah, they have in Charleston every Friday, they have something called Live on the Levee. It's a big outdoor amphitheater, and they have bands come in. Um, there's usually local openers and things like that. Yeah, then some sort of national act, but they canceled that too. They did have one, uh, Fletcher's Grove, did like a drive in concert. Um, but that's the only thing I've seen like that down here. And I don't know. I mean, they usually have. There's a couple like small time, uh, little festivals that 
have like one or two day music festivals that they'll have at some of the parks around here. And I know the people that run them, you know, and I follow them, talk to them. But <laughs> yeah, but I haven't, I just haven't just seen anything. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen anything uh, show up this, this summer. So I would assume that that stuff is just postponed or they're just not going to do it this year or what. A lot of more activities and stuff for the state, as everyone knows, like state fair and all that's closed, you know, canceled this year. Uh, a bunch of the festivals have, so even outdoor stuff has been affected pretty, pretty badly. Well, let's hope that I hope that soon, you know, things yeah. can kind of blow over. I mean, it's whenever everything started to open back up, I knew that there was going to be another spike in everything because, you know, people, most people aren't the brightest. So, you know, but. Yeah, all you see now, people flipping out because they have to, somebody asks them to wear a mask and then they're screaming and causing a scene like, because their freedom's hurt. Yeah. Somebody went to the library in Somersville and was told to wear a mask and he started coughing all over the books and they had to call the cops on them. Like, I remember reading that. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, a business reserves the right. I mean, you know, for as long as I can remember, there's a lot of businesses like no shirt, no shoes, no service. Like, you know, that's a thing. So why not a mask? I mean, I don't want to look at half the people anyway. So <laughs> I bet that was pretty controversial back in the day. You know, the shirt and shoes. You tell me I have to wear a T-shirt in here. I can't just be sweating <laughs> all over everybody and. Have you seen the internet, some of those things that people are wearing into stores, like, to act as masks? Like underwear on their face. And like, some guy, like, cut into a big water jug and just put the <laughs> water jug over his head, or somebody wore a somebody birthday hat a, over their mouth. Like a plastic <laughs> grocery bag over their face. Yeah. <laughs> somebody wore an entire scuba gear. I saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one was pretty funny. Sponge, like rubber banded to the front of her face, or like a scrubbing pad or something. You know what would be really good? A J Parade t-shirt. Where can we find your merch so that we can make masks with your t-shirts? Come to my garage. <laughs> Come down down business. We have some listed on our band camp page. Here's one, but you're... Uh, yeah, these are all the new album t-shirts that uh, are yeah. just sitting here, so... <laughs> You can message us on uh, Bandcamp or any social media. I'll just send you one. So go ahead and um, let everybody know um, your social media handles. I'll get the shirts. <laughs> everything like that so they know where to find you. Um, all the social medias. Uh, Facebook. know, Facebook.com slash jparade, at jparade on Twitter. J Prey Band, Instagram, um, and then music, uh, Bandcamp, jpray.bandcamp.com, Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, all your digital outlets. Um, and if you want, you can support us playing us money. and turning the volume down and going about your day. Right. So everybody needs to go to Spotify, hit, you know, repeat. And just turn the volume down real low and then just have it play our yeah. music over and over. And we'll get like point zero 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 three cents per play. So. Right. You yeah. can listen to it in the shower because some of it was written in the shower. So yeah, perfect. perfect. 
and then just uh, you can turn the water off and just keep the music going, and then you can like rub out your day. Yeah. Don't even have to listen. To it, just play it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll link everything, all of your socials and your Spotify and everything, um, your YouTube, everything in the description too. That way, people can click it and go right to it. Um, so before we get wrapped up, is there anything else that you guys want to say, want to, want to talk about? I know Josiah's got to do some, do some overtime for his work here in a bit. So. Nice. Uh, not a whole lot. I'm excited to be able to do one of these in person again one day and, uh, and do another little acoustic show for you guys. Yes. But. I was excited to do an acoustic show again, and then all this shit happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody wash your hands, wear your mask, be cool, don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. We can start going outside and doing fun things again. Yeah. yeah. It's not that bad to wear a mask. Yeah, it's just not that bad. It's not that bad. That's it. <laughs> it's not that bad. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, thank you guys again. We appreciate it. Hopefully this isn't too, like, hopefully hopefully this is, like, good listening because it's the first one that we've done where everybody's been remote. So this is our kind of... They've been trailblazers. <laughs> Just don't uh, jaywalk yeah. right. while you're wearing your mask. Actually, now's the best time to be jaywalking because there's not as many people out. Yeah, it's a good time. That's true. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. Oh, thank you. All right, and we will see everybody next time. Thanks for listening. And yeah, I don't know how to end the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was it.